Hello, one and all, and welcome to another spot of NXT. My name is Adam, I'm your host, and this is the show where I watch NXT UK, because nobody else will. Last week on the show, Trent Seven did in fact manage to be not fat enough to get a cruiserweight title shot, which he lost, so ha-ha, all that work was for nothing. They also named Rampage Brown as the challenger for the NXT UK heavyweight title at NXT UK Prelude the Thursday before WrestleMania, and that's about it, really. Nathan Fraser had a far too competitive match against Ashton Smith, and Mako Satomura beat Danny Luna. This week, Ilya Dragunov and Sam Gradwell square off again, this time with no disqualifications, and I believe Joseph Connors will take on Jack Stars, but I'm not 100% sure, and also I don't really care. Let's dive in then to the March 25th, 2021 episode of NXT UK and the first that I've had to watch on Peacock. Something tells me I'm quickly going to end up signing up for the higher tier to avoid commercial breaks. Especially when the first thing it asks me to do is disable my ad blocker. No, Peacock. I don't think I will. Straight into the opening video this week, and we're opening with Noam Darcy Apara and the Supernova Sessions. Andy welcomes us in, and Nigel tells him to shut up so we can listen to Noam. In two weeks, he'll achieve the next step in becoming the young legend he's destined to be by beating Tyler Bate to earn a Heritage Cup title match. Then he welcomes his guest, Trent Seven. Trent tries to sit on the couch, and Noam guides him to the folding chair. It's the first episode all over again. Noam asks Trent what it feels like to be a failure. Trent tries to answer but gets interrupted so Noam can talk about positivity. Then he asks Trent if he did Zumbo or Pilates. Trent hates him and then complains about his workout regimen. Noam then realizes that he's been in the WWE for five years and was an OG in the cruiserweight division, but he's never had a cruiserweight title shot. So why does Trent Seven think he's better than him to come in as an outsider and take one? Trent then talks about being a founding father of NXT UK. Trent gets in his face, so Noam gesticulates for them to bring out Shed Harvils as his backup. I thought we were going to have a tag match, but instead Trent just offers to be Tyler's corner man at Prelude in two weeks. We get the promo card for tonight's no disqualification match, which is your main event. And then earlier today, Sid Scala informs Ginny that she and Piper are banned from ringside for Connors vs. Stars. She tries to pull rank. She tells him to fuck off, basically. He insists that the order came straight from Mr. Saint, and that's the end of that. When we return from break, Andy tells us about NXT UK Prelude again, and then a promo video for Walter and Rampage. Every time they show the clip from Walter's promo last week, I can't help but think about how he really just looks like a high school phys ed teacher. How is it that he is five years younger than me, but looks like at least ten years older? Enter Jack Stars. If he wins here, I don't even know. Jack has taken the step of changing the silver bit of his trunks to the same blue as the leggings, so it no longer looks like he's wearing his underpants on the outside of his pants, so at least there's that. During Connor's entrance, Nigel promotes the story that Piper Niven cheated when she slammed Connors during their mixed tag match, so Connors has every right to be furious and every right to beat the fuck out of Jack Stars here. They trade wrist locks and Jack drops first. He does acrobatics, then reverses and flips Connors to the mat. We trade leverage pins back and forth. Off the ropes we go for a series of up and overs. Connors eventually hits the floor and gets topate upon. Back in, Jack goes up top and a big cross body gets a two count. Jack wants the leg, but Connors refuses to give it. Back into a corner and Stars refuses to give the break. Odd. He charges back in and gets double stomped down hard, which puts Connors on the offensive. Big backbreaker, then a rolling neck snap by Connors and a series of near falls take us to commercial. I'm guessing this is the fade-out, fade-in I was seeing last week. Commercial breaks added for Peacock. Connors with a massive short-arm clothesline, but Stars kicks out at two. Stars reverses a suplex, and he begins to fight back. We get ourselves a slugfest. Stars drops Connors with a shoulder block, then a running knee to the back. 
Exploder Suplex out of the corner gets a two for Stars. A series of reversals ends in a schoolboy from Stars for two. Then Connors nails a DDT to take control back himself. The straight jacket neckbreaker then ends Jack Stars' night. Thank God. Backstage, Sam Gradwell warms up, and then we hear from Pretty Deadly. Next week, they promise to defend their titles for the first of many times, and then they show off their side plates. When we come back from break, Jack Stars apologizes to Piper Niven for losing. She reassures him that it's okay, and then promises to help him get back on top. They're so cute, you guys. Yeah. In the ring are Mr. Mushroom, Josh Morell, and Danny Jones, who are taking on Primate and T-Bone. T-Bone appears to be the latest member of the Missing Name Club. Wild Boar appears to still be murdered. I don't expect this to last long. T-Bone starts with Morell, who avoids a strike and grabs a headlock, but then gets thrown into the corner and beaten. Primate in for a double team, then an overhead suplex on Morell, then an ad break with no ads. God. Primate tags back out, and they doublehead butt Morell. Overhead belly-to-belly hurls Morell into his own corner, so Jones tags in to get his shit kicked in. Primate and T-Bone proceed to just destroy Jones. Jones is able to get a backstabber out of a suplex and tag out. It does not go much better for Morell. Jones eventually gets the hot tag and manages to get at least a bit of a comeback before T-Bone goes back to kicking the shit out of him. Bone tags out, hits a running power slam, Primate with the murder-suicide, and he pins Jones for three. That could have been a couple of minutes shorter, honestly. Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams are working in the UK PC. They promise to take the titles off of Pretty Deadly next week, which they won't. Amir still wants to dance. Kenny does not. When we return, Aaliyah James is here to take on... Please don't be Isla Dawn. Please don't be Isla Dawn. Please don't be Isla Dawn. Isla Dawn. I quit. They lock up and walk around. Isla takes the wrist and tries to hyperextend the elbow. Aaliyah reverses and brings Dawn to the canvas. Roll through and another reversal. Aaliyah into the corner, but she comes out with a roll-up and a drop kick. Big charging elbow. Dawn avoids the second and kicks James in the head. An incredibly awkward knee off the ropes. Then a running kick to the chest and head gets a two-count. James gets a small package for two, but Isla comes back with a shining wizard and an overhead suplex. Isla with some kind of weird butterfly stretch. Apparently it's supposed to be a submission, but it really just looks like some sort of chiropractic maneuver. Aaliyah powers out and tries a comeback off the ropes with a springboard dropkick to the stomach, and that gets a two. James with a springboard crossbody, and Isla lands hard. This gets another two count. James jumps into a wheelbarrow and gets dropped face first on the top rope. Isla with some shitty strikes in the corner, then another suplex, and a half-Nelson suplex with the bridge gets the pin. At least it was short. Backstage, Aaliyah shadowboxes, and we go to the ongoing tales of Zaya and Nina. She makes her clean the men's room, which doesn't make any sense, because it's not Zaya's men's room. Why would... Uh, you know what? Never mind. This is almost over. It's funny because guys are gross or something. I give a shit. When we come back, Isla is backstage during the break. She's having a breakdown or some shit. Kaylee Ray appears and makes fun of her for being terrible. This makes the lights flicker and turn red and we get weird camera effects because spoopy. Just, just, just stop. For the love of God, just fucking stop. Next week, Pretty Deadly defend their titles against Williams and Jordan. In two weeks, it's NXT UK Prelude. Noam Dar will take on Tyler Bate in a Heritage Cup contenders match. Main event time, here comes Sam Gradwell, who is apparently not yogurt, whatever that means. Gradwell just throws his jacket over Ilya's head as he gets in the ring and then beats the crap out of him. A massive clothesline gets a two-count. Dragonoff gets whipped across but puts on the brakes and comes back with a clothesline to take control. A running knee sends Gradwell to the floor where he retrieves a chair from under the ring, but Ilya dropkicks him from the ring. He throws the chair aside and then throws Gradwell back into the ring, who rolls out the other side and retrieves another chair. Ilya charges around the ring, though, and takes him out again, and we return to the ring for real this time. 
Ilya hits the 6-1 line, which is apparently now called the Konstantin Special. He goes to the corner, so Gradwell goes to the other corner, where he ends up getting coast-to-coasted. Back outside the ring, Gradwell grabs the bell. Ilya charges at him with a punch or a forearm, but ends up punching the bell instead. Gradwell then whips him with a cable, then he puts it in Ilya's mouth before using it to whiplash him to the floor. Ouchie. Good sequence there. That uh, really looked effective. Gradwell tosses Ilya in and retrieves another chair. Gradwell butterfly suplexes Ilya on the wrong side of said chair for a two-count. Then he removes a turnbuckle cover. Ilya blocks the head smash attempt and takes Gradwell to the canvas for some elbows. He locks on a guillotine, but Gradwell is able to pick Ilya up and put him on the top rope. Ilya flapjacks Gradwell into the ring. Gradwell throws the turnbuckle cover at Ilya to distract him. Then he pushes Ilya's legs out. Ilya drops gut first on the buckle, then to the apron. Then an elbow to the face sends Ilya flying ridiculously from the apron to the barricade. That was honestly a bit much. We brawl on the floor. Ilya selling the bell shot from earlier. He grabs the steps. Gradwell apologizes. Ilya drops the steps. Dumb. Gradwell grabs a chair. Ilya matrixes the swing and drops Gradwell on the barricade. Then a double German from the Russian. He grabs cock for the third, but Gradwell blocks it, so Ilya just chops him in the back and knees him in the chest. Gradwell again tries to apologize, but Ilya doesn't fall for it this time, so Sam just kicks his knee out. He then Death Valley drivers Ilya on the bottom section of stairs. Back in the ring, Ilya kicks out at two. Gradwell throws more chairs into the ring, then wants to DVD Ilya onto the pile. Ilya fights out, nails a rising knee, then eats a knee to the gut, then Gradwell gets sent face first into the exposed buckle. Backbreaker by Ilya drops Gradwell onto the chairs, but Gradwell rolls away from the senton. The referee is out of position for the cover, and Ilya kicks out at two. Ilya crawls to the corner. Gradwell reconsiders a back chop, so he switches to the front instead. Ilya then manages to turn into a back chop, so we get a snap. Gradwell appears to legitimately get soccer kicked in the side of the face. Ilya with a series of chair shots to the back, then some sort of capture suplex onto the chairs, a dropping forearm that also looked stiff as fuck. We get the elbows, and the referee stops the match. If Sam Gradwell didn't legitimately get fucked up at the end of that match, between that soccer kick and that dropping forearm, he is a lucky motherfucker. We get replays, Ilya looks sort of terrifying, and we go off the air. The match was fun, the match was brutal. Uh, I'm glad this seems to be the end of the Sam Gradwell bullying Ilya Dragunov feud, but uh, that ending was ugly as fuck, and I'm really not sure how I feel about Ilya having a specific trigger for the snap. Like, there's a sign or a button on his back that says, Slap here! I don't know. I would have enjoyed not suffering through another Isla Dawn match, but obviously that's going to keep happening as long as she's employed. Hopefully not much longer. Next week, we have what appears to be a truly foregone conclusion of a tag title match, and Lord knows what else, as we're fully on the train to Prelude in two weeks. Fingers crossed there's no Isle of Dawn. Until then, however, I thank you, as always, for spending time with me today. Uh, Stay safe. Stay sane. Follow your protocols. Get your vaccine when you're able. And for God's sake, be good to one another. Be a bastion of positivity in this morass of melodrama. I hope you all have a great week. And until I talk to you again, wouldn't you know it? Tea time's over, bitches. Get back to work. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. 
Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the salzer effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>